we could have a slide up, please. Thank you. So, uh, being and doing is, uh, is what we're talking about today. Now, doing, what, uh, what we can see happening, what, uh, what people uh, do, what we do, has an impact on, uh, on lives, for good or for ill. And sometimes when we meet somebody, we say, oh, what do you do? Doing is important. And it's important to try and get that doing right. Because you can do stuff which is for good or for ill. But today I want to concentrate on the being. On our identity, our character, our calling. Because I want to suggest to you that our doing arises out of our being. If we want to do the right thing for God, then we need to be right with God. The Lord said at Jesus' baptism, God said, this is my son whom I'm well pleased. That was before his ministry, before anything that he did. And the being was the important thing. And I hope that was brought out in the clip as well. So let's hear God's word from uh, John chapter 15, hopefully. Is that right, Janet? Thank you. John chapter 15, verses 1 to 7. The vine and the branches. I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If everyone, anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that, that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up and thrown onto the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my word remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given to you. This is to, this is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and remained in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. 
Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything that I learned from my father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and anointed you to go to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. This is my command, love each other. Amen. Amen. So we're talking about the the vine and the branches, and he talked about joy there. So I got tempted in the sales after Christmas. And I bought this, the biggest ever Tim Vine joke book. Now, um, I couldn't resist reading some out today because we're talking about the Vine and it's Tim Vine joke book. So, um, uh, there's a thousand and one jokes in this book. <laughs> I will start off with the first few. And now, as you know, jokes aren't really my thing and the delivery of them, so hope you find it amusing, even if it's just that they're delivered badly. But, so I'm reading just from number one down to number five. If we get that far, you might, the groans might be overwhelming. Number one. This bloke said to me, he said, I once got my dog to retrieve a stick from a hundred miles away. I said, that's a bit (laughs) far-fetched. Number two. I don't like my hands. I always keep them at arm's length. Number three. This reporter said to me, he said, how would you describe the absence of Halley's flaming meteorite? I said, no comet. Number four, are you still there, are you still? (laughs) Number four, I'm amazed how many people go to Ascot when it's windy. Still, hats off to them. And last one, where's the groans when I say last one? (laughs) Me and my brother inherited some furniture from the local zoo. I haven't said the punchline yet. I'll start again. Me and my brother inherited some furniture from the local zoo. I'm glad to say I got the lion's chair. (laughs) Thank you. Shall Shall I put the book away now? There's only... 1,001 less 5 to go, so, um, so that's, uh, that's good. But maybe now, you're relieved, let's get back to the Bible, shall we? And, uh, and hear what the Lord might, might be saying to us. Let's have that slide, please, Colin. And the next one. Yes. So, did you pick up from the reading? This is what uh, the, uh, the Bible reading's talking about. There's the vine, not Tim Vine, the comedian. There's the fruit, there's the branch. 
And uh, Jesus said, I am the vine, the trunk, if you like, of the, of the, the vine tree. And that we are the branches, that's uh, all of the followers of, uh, of Jesus, and we're connected to the vine. And then uh, we can produce fruit, good stuff, that comes out from that. Okay, so that's what we're, we're talking about. And as the vine is Jesus, and the, the branch is, is us, but it's, it's our being that uh, we're connected with the vine, we're connected with, with Jesus. And then the fruit, so, uh, so that's the being, the branch is the being, and then the fruit is our doing, what comes out of that relationship. Okay? Let's have the next slide. So uh, I'm just picking out some of the verses from the, uh, the reading that Janet read to us. So uh, let's, let's read this together, shall we? Um, uh, we, we won't worry about the, uh, where it's from. Just start off with, I am the vine, after three. One, two, three. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And this is really the, the nub of what I want to share to you today. It's a key verse. I'm the vine, you are the branches. We've, uh, we've looked at that. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. That's the crucial thing. If you, that's us, Remain in me, that's be close to Jesus, and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Hopefully we want to bear much fruit for the Lord. And so we want to, to, to be close to him, to remain with him. Closeness to Jesus is essential. I won't ask you to put up your hand, but um, who here finds prayer easy? That, you know, you get up uh, and you really want to, uh, to, uh, to enter into that relationship with God. I hope you do. And it's good that some people have, have put up their, their hands. I must confess, I don't find it easy. And, uh, and that prayer surely is a key way of where, that we, we come close to the Lord. Sometimes I think we can think, well, prayer is it's wasting our time. We ought to be doing stuff. But what I'm saying to you and what I'm saying to me is that prayer is not wasted. For two reasons. It does change things. And thank you, Ron, for leading us in prayer. It does change things. And we actually can do very little. But also our doing, if you take this verse, needs to be affected and guided by our being. Once our being is right, once we're close to the Lord, then our doing just naturally flows from that. 
And so our, our prayer life, our just sense of, of being close to the Lord is just so important. And there's, there's lots of other ways in which we can come close to the Lord. I'm not going to go into those. I, I want today to give you the opportunity just to, to listen to what the Lord's saying to you. And how you can be closer to him. James has got a book called uh, Too Busy Not to Pray. Uh, I've just not had time to read it yet. But um, uh, that's sort of the nub of the matter, isn't it? Yet our being with with the Lord is so important. And uh, if we use the the, uh, analogy that Jesus used, the... The, the sap, if you like, coming up from the, the vine into the branches, the, the sap of the, of the Holy Spirit, if you like, is essential. If you want to uh, go further, then you could say the DNA. If we're, if we're connected with the vine, then our DNA becomes like the DNA of Jesus in a spiritual sense. Are you with me what I'm, I'm saying? We need to be close. Our being needs to be close to the Lord. Thank you. I don't know, anybody visited Hampton Court? Yes, one or two. You may well have seen this. It's, um, uh, well, some people say it's the oldest vine in the world. It's at Hampton Court. It's 230 years old. And... uh, and it's uh, the base that uh, the goes into the root is 12 feet. What's 12 feet? It's sort of double that, isn't it? Um, at, at the base. Uh, and uh, and the, the longest um, uh, branch is 120 feet, which is, what, 40 meters, which is... What did we say? It's about three times uh, the width of this, this church. Did we say that? And, uh, and yet it still produces fruit because it's, uh, it's been connected and is connected. It produces 500 clusters of grapes, each about a pound in weight. And although... Uh, it spreads a long way, as you can see from this. You may be able to see the man there. It's a huge thing. It's still connected to the vine. Thank you. It produces fruit like this. And what's the fruit that, uh, that the Lord wants us to produce? Well, there's the fruit of, uh, of a changed character. Galatians chapter 5, the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Can't be generated. We can't say, I'm going to be more loving, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to be kinder. We can try, but so often we'll fail. But it comes out of this relationship with the Lord. Our being is essential to get as close as we can to the Lord and then our doing will follow. 
There's a fruit, uh, other fruit, fruit of justice in Isaiah 5. It uh, talks about the song of the vineyard. And in verse 7, it talks about uh, a sense of justice and uh, the fruit of living the right way, the fruit of, of behaving in the, in the right way. Lots of fruit that come out of this relationship. And it's natural. With a vine, if you get everything set up right, then it just happens. You don't have to command it to happen. It just happens. And you, you reap the rewards of that in the grapes. And later on, we'll have the fruit of the vine in the wine. And we'll uh, be able to use the, the bread and the wine just to come to a closer relationship to our Lord. And I think what the Lord is saying is for individuals, for each one of us, that we need to be close to the Lord. But also, I think it also applies to our church. That if we're close to Jesus, if our being is right, then our doing will naturally follow that it will be right. Please pray for the elders on Saturday as we have a, an elders away day where we try and discern more about the, the life of the church. So for individuals, for a church and for our nation, Sally's been uh, down recently a couple of times to the Houses of Parliament praying for the government and these papers that are, are coming forward, just praying for the, the heart of the nation. So often we can see that the, the, the nation seems to be just drifting away from God. Let's pray that it comes closer to God. So all of that is, is good news, really, that when, we're, when our being is right with God, then our doing naturally follows. But, next slide, please. Let's read this out together, shall we? After three, one, two, three. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. That's the, the following verse from what I've just read. And it gives the opposite idea. That if we're, we're spiritually dead or, or struggling, then there's, there's not this sap of the Holy Spirit rising up. There's not this, this DNA that we're, we're away from, uh, from the vine, away from Jesus. And uh, if we neglect our relationship with, uh, with him, if our being suffers, then our doing suffers. That to do the right thing perhaps becomes a burden. Maybe we, we just do the wrong thing and, uh, and, and the consequences of that. And I think 
this again is true for us as individuals. It's true for us as a church and as a nation. We perhaps look for distractions and and look elsewhere. We need our being right with God. Let's have the next slide. And uh, it talks about the the branch that's withered and, uh, and, uh, and thrown away. Because the purpose is to produce fruit. The purpose of, uh, of us to be close to the Lord and then produce fruit. The purpose of the church is to be close to the Lord and, and encourage others to be close and, and to produce fruit. In the reading also it talks about pruning and, and uh, I'm no, no gardener so many of you know more about pruning than, than I do. But how pruning can seem, uh, seem bad but is there to produce more fruit. And so I just encourage us this morning, if we're feeling more like this than the fruitful one, to come back into that relationship with the Lord. When we come to communion, we'll be confessing our, our sins and, and the times perhaps that we've, we've drifted away from him. And we're going to do that as a, individuals and, uh, and have opportunity as a, as a church. And it's so good that you did what you did, Brian. And just say, oh, let's just, just greet one another as, uh, as part of that, just showing love and what Ron was led to do, that we can pray for one another. Let's have our next slide. Again, we'll read this. One, two, three. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. It's always odd, it occurs a few times, doesn't it? Ask whatever you, uh, you wish and, uh, and it'll be done for you. And you perhaps think, well, I've tried this and it, it doesn't work. I've not got a Porsche parked outside and, and things like that. But the crucial thing here is that if we're close to the Lord, if we're remaining in Him, if we joined, then what we wish will be what He wishes. And that's the crucial thing. And so it, it makes our lives, our prayers so much more, more relevant and, and understandable. And brings glory to God. This is to my Father's glory. Because it's not what, what we want selfishly. It's what the Lord wants. And then it ends with showing yourselves to be my disciples. As a church, we're we're wanting to encourage discipleship in all sorts of of ways. And and discipleship is, well, becoming more like Christ, transformed with with pruning, with with, uh, uh, growing closer 
to, uh, to the Lord. Sometimes that pruning needs to happen to take away the, the bad stuff, perhaps the bitterness and, and all sorts of things that are holding us back. But discipleship, being transformed to be more like Christ. And the better we are connected, the more transformed we are. And we all need to be transformed, don't we? To be more like the likeness of Christ. We'll ju- I just want to end with a couple of slides about how these aren't vines, but how uh, plants can be transformed into what the maker wants. Let's have our first one. Um, I don't know if you've ever had a go at topiary, uh, trying to uh, transform the hedge. You've perhaps seen the, the manse hedge. It's not quite like this. But it's amazing, isn't it? There. Can, you, can you see it okay from, uh, from there, these, these elephants? Uh, I, don't, I think the trucks, trunks are perhaps added, but the rest of it is, is, a, is a hedge that has been uh, transformed and into the likeness of, of what the, uh, the maker, the gardener, wanted. So just an illustration of how we can be transformed into who God wants us to be. And then, um, uh, where's Craig? Craig, you might enjoy the next one. Next slide, please. Can you make it out from there? If you can't, then... Um, this looks like a, a racing car and uh, even the guys at the back and uh, at the front. It's just amazing what can be achieved. And I want to just encourage you this morning to uh, be open to the Lord, to, uh, to, uh, to let him um, uh, just help you to be closer to him. The, the final uh, verse from the reading that Janet read, read out was, this is my command, to love one another. What a wonderful thing that is, as individuals, as a church, as a nation, if we can grow in love, how wonderful that is. And I think the only way for that to be achieved is if we are close to the Lord. We're going to enter into a time of, of sung worship now. The, uh, the three songs are especially chosen to reflect upon our, our being. And really it's, open, uh, it's an opportunity to, to let the Lord speak to you about your being, your relationship with uh, with him I know the Lord won't condemn you he may convict you there may be things that you need to to perhaps change but the Lord will do that and pray I pray that that will happen but I pray that we would just want to be so close to the Lord so that our being then goes on to our doing and we produce much fruit, wonderful fruit, the fruit of love.
And then we're going to enter into a time of communion. Again, a, a time when we can, we can come close to the Lord. So use this time, I pray. And then we're going to sing a song. I don't know if I've ever chosen it here. We're going to sing Onward Christian Soldiers. That's a real doing sort of song, isn't it? You don't get much more doing than that. Yes, I remember you chose it as, uh, as some sort of testimony time, didn't you, David? Yes. And, um, and it's a real doing song. But our weapons as soldiers are of love. And that as we sing that song, yes, let's be strident that we can do stuff for the Lord. But do it out of love and it comes out of our being. So let's enter into a time where we just um, be close to the Lord. <laughs>